Hello, friends, and welcome to Episode 5 of Moments of Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Doug DeRamus, and I ask that the Holy Spirit of God right now just bless your heart, bless your family, bless your ears that you may hear. I want you to prepare for the supernatural, so let's join the breakthrough. In John chapter 17, there's a prayer that Jesus prayed, and I want you to catch this if you haven't already. John 17, verses 20 and 21. Jesus said, neither pray I for these alone, referring to the disciples, but for them also, which shall believe on me through their word. Now that's you and I and every believer since the disciples, that they, that's you and I and the disciples, all may be one together as thou, Father, are in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And John chapter 17, the next two verses says, And the glory which thou gavest me, I give them, that they may be one even as we are one. Well, the glory that the Father gave Jesus Jesus, in turn, gave it to all that believe to make us all one with him as he is one with the Father. Verse 23, I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. There's a verse of scripture in Ezra in the Old Testament, chapter 3 and verse 1, where it says, And when the seventh month was come, and the children of Israel were in the cities, the people gathered themselves together as one man to Jerusalem. Well, the reason they would all come to Jerusalem as one man, this was symbolic of being one body under King Jesus, which is the head of the church. The cross, you see, is the gate of paradise. And many believers, well, they stop and live outside the gate. All they want to do is talk about how beautiful the gate is. Well, the beautiful gate to us was an ugly cross of shame to our Lord Jesus Christ. But it become a beautiful gate of entrance into the promises of God for you and I. On the cross, Jesus reached up and got hold of heaven with one hand and reached down and took hold of the human family with the other hand. And he said, I'm going to bridge that gulf that is between, that gulf that exists between God and man. See, in every day of creation, God was showing something about his redemptive work. In the beginning, God created the best of both worlds, and the earth became without form and void, the Bible says, and darkness ruled or was on the face of the deep. Now, the Hebrew word there for deep means the great abyss. The same Greek word translated bottomless pit in the book of Revelation, before everything became messed up, 
heaven was right here. Adam got to enjoy walking with the voice of God. So if God's plan is to redemption, redemption, and to restoration or restoration, then he must be going to bring back together that which is in heaven, God, and that which is in earth, man. Ephesians 1.10 says that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Now you see, God created a beautiful garden for Adam. He planted this beautiful garden, and God told Adam to keep it, to dress it. He didn't have to pull weeds. He didn't have to plow it up and plant the seeds. He just had to keep it because God had already planted it. And Adam, the gardener, however, unplugged. He unplugged from the God of the universe. And the physical realm began to take on the characteristics of this unplugged keeper of the garden. Now, I don't think it's any accident that when Jesus gets up out of the tomb on that Easter Sunday, that the first person that met him, Mary, said to him, Sir, I thought you were the gardener. Well, in fact, he was the gardener. The gardener is back. That's the good news. The keeper of the garden is in you, living in you. Now, let's read that verse again from Ephesians 1.10. It says that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. There is a merging of both realms. If heaven was here in Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3, what happened? Well, Adam raised hell, and that's what happened. He released death and hell to operate, and there was a separation. The connecting point between heaven and earth was in that man, Adam. He was what held both worlds together. So that you cannot tell whether really the garden was in the man or the man was in the garden. Adam was the place where heaven and earth connected. He's the place where the visible and the invisible came together. Jesus Christ, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, was called the last Adam. You could say he was the second Adam. Well, the Bible says he was the last one. And I'll just say it the way the Bible says it, because I believe the Bible says the last one because there's not going to be any more. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 45 through 47, As so it is written, the first man Adam was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening or a life-giving spirit. Howbeit that which was spiritual did not come first, but that which was natural come first, and then the spiritual came separate. So since Jesus is the last Adam, and he is the head of the one new man, which is the body of Christ, then Christ, the head and the body of Christ, is the place now where heaven and earth connect. 
Christ is the place where the invisible and the visible come together. Don't miss future episodes. Subscribe to Moments of Breakthrough Podcast with Doug Doramus on your favorite podcast platform.